Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Green Pole podcast. And this is going to be a much more upbeat version than we've had for a long, long, long time. I'm Dan Crawford, and I'm still deliriously happy. And he, somewhere in southwest London, is Oscar. Oscar, I saw you on Saturday and you were enjoying it. Are you still enjoying it? I definitely am. It was a great day. Oh, well, yeah, you can say that again, mate. Um, So just to recap, if you've been living on the moon, uh, Fulham beat Everton 3-1. It was 3-1, wasn't it, mate? Oh, I think it was. I'm pretty sure. We've had so few wins recently, but I'm pretty convinced, yeah, it was was definitely 3-1. Mate, it's not a good start when both of us aren't sure what the score was. Um, we should move on. We should move on swiftly. It was three-one, and uh, I would have to say that's up there as one of my best ever Fulham away days. Um, and so let's get straight into it, Oscar. When you saw the team sheet, what did you think? And be honest with me, what did you think? Right, anyone who knows me and you know knows me related to Fulham knows I'm the, I'm the biggest Dan James fan. So when I saw him on that team sheet, I honestly, I was delighted because I, I always thought there was something in him and that yeah, we hadn't seen what he's really like in those few cameos he's had. And I thought he deserved a proper chance like this. And I was confident Silverwood because he's, he does this with quite a few players. You know, he gives them chances. He doesn't just sort of stick to the players he knows. He wants to take chances on people when he can. So I was really happy to see that. And I thought because we've got quite a, I wouldn't say glut of wingers, but we have a good abundance and variety of wingers. I thought... There must be reason he's putting Wilson on, as we later saw. So I thought, why not trust him for this one? And if it goes poorly, it goes poorly because we have op- we had options on the bench then. So if Wilson wasn't forming, you know, we could always sub him off, put Solomon on, or put Dekatova Reed on, or put people like that. So I really wasn't, I really wasn't that nervous. And to be honest, I was so much happier with Dan James before the match being up front than Carlos Vinicius because I. I I've been a bit disappointed by Vinicius. No Vinicius slander. Let's be clear about this. I told you this yesterday. (laughs) Carlos Vinicius (laughs) scored against uh, the other, the hotel in Fulham, the sanctioned team in Fulham, yes? He can do anything. He doesn't need to do anything else, okay? That's fine. Carlos Vinicius scored the winner in the SW6 derby. He can retire now as far as I'm concerned. No Vinicius slander when I'm on the podcast. You understand? Mm-hmm. You're not happy about this. Anyway, I'll cut you off. Keep going. No. Um, so, uh, obviously, I really like Vinicius. So, I was really, really, really sad not to see him on the uh, starting <laughs> lineup. You know, it it was, it, it broke my heart, frankly. All right, let's do the amateur dramatics. Come on, you're going to get a yellow card for simulation in a minute. <laughs> Um, I, I guess I'll go on to the match itself, if that's no, all no, right. No, no, hold on. Hold, I'll, on. Um, hold on. What about... Oh, uh, oh, sorry, have I jumped ahead? You have a little bit, yeah. We we still had... Oh, sorry. Uh, Tosin was playing instead of... Oh, Easter yeah, Field. yeah, Tosin. Oh, yeah, that's right. Tosin. That's were right, you, I forgot about you, that. Were you all right with that? Well, traditionally, right, I thought, I thought Diop was the... Uh, it was a better defender. I thought Tosin was always a bit better situationally, but I thought in terms of like literally just tackling another player, I always preferred Diop because I always thought he was a bit more secure. And also, you know, as people have said a lot of the time, Tosin has a mistake in him. And I think traditionally, or in the past, sorry, we've seen that from him. 
But I thought last game against West Ham, despite the loss, he played quite well, I thought. And today he played even better. Like aerially, he was so dominant, picking up those um, lofted balls that were trying to go over go over his head time and time and time and time again. I thought he was so good positionally. I thought, was, I thought his tackling was pretty good as well. And overall, he was probably... It was probably, I'd say, better than most of Diop's display. And that's no slander on Diop because he was my favourite before this you know, as in terms of defenders uh, between him and Tosin. But he was Tosin was just so good yesterday. I, can't, I couldn't believe it, to be honest, because it was so much better than what I'd seen from him before. Yeah, he's magic, you know, Tosin Adarabio. It's quite a tough chant, but, you know, that's all I'm saying. Right. So now you did jump ahead. Um we we stuck like it was a strange game because I was waiting for Everton to like it's rather like Bournemouth, like Bournemouth didn't seem to turn up for about half an hour, and Everton turned up for about ten minutes in the first half, and that might well have been enough. But the more the game went on, bizarrely, the more confident I became. And then, so you see, so you mentioned it. We we haven't talked about it. Harry Wilson is obviously the one we haven't spoken about in the lineup. And I'm a big fan of uh, Harry Wilson. The Oak to Harry Wilson and uh, Dan James, by the way, the Welsh Wizards, really uh, showing up a few people who are like written, have written them off this season with, with some stunning performances. Um, we missed a few chances, and Harry Wilson missed a good chance. And I'm pretty sure we had a few sort of shots that were blocked. And um, and then the first goal happens. And uh, I got quite excited. I think you got quite excited as well. And there is Harrison Reed, Ginger Iniesta, the Ginger from Worthing, you know, who really should be in the England team, never mind the England squad, gets another goal. Can you tell me about this goal, Oscar, your view of it? Oh, uh, I was worried after after they equalised that it was going to go, as you said, exactly the way the Bournemouth game went. You know, they switch on and then they sort of just turn the table on us after we were playing pretty well to start with. It was it was honestly one of the... Recently, I have to say, we've been doing quite a few good team goals. The Bournemouth goal, again, reminds me of that. You know, everyone just chipping in to get it into the perfect position for someone to just put it in the net. And that's what that goal really reminded me of because... The way um, Willian managed to get that um, deep crossing, I forgot who it was from now, but uh, Dan James passed it, passed it to Wilson, I think, then Wilson crossed it into Willian. Willian's touch, I thought, was particularly good. Hang on, mate. And I, I really... the third goal here. I'm talking about the first goal from Harrison Reed at the beginning of the oh, game. Oh, yeah, I think no, so. We'll get Sorry. to it, but I like to go in chronological order. We're all yeah, over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. That makes sense. Sorry. Right. Sorry. The first yeah. goal. Yeah, let's the go. The first goal. Sorry, sorry. I thought you were talking about the the other. Sorry, <laughs> it's late. Have you it's been late. drinking, son? Like, I mean, <laughs> anyway, it's late, man. First it's goal. Late, man. Sorry, first goal. Sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. the first goal. Uh, I thought Harry Wilson was quite unlucky to score that. You know, hitting the hitting the post like that, and uh, no, no way, pick saving that. Uh, I thought. Uh, I think Dan James got a nice touch to it on the rebound, which then passed it to um, the ginger and the Esther. But I thought it was a very good goal, and I thought it was probably what I wouldn't say. The finish was one of the best goals, but overall, how the team managed to set themselves up for that was definitely up there with one of the best goals, as it's from as in the perspective of a team goal that I'd seen. Well, I don't know. I mean, I, I like the fact that we're shooting from outside the box, and you're right, Harry. 
He's quite unlucky. It comes off the post. And we're alive to the rebound. I like this. Dan James, big toe. Gets it to Harrison Reed And bang, 1-0. Thank you very much. Um, and I thought, yeah, we're having it. And then and then the, the equaliser, I'm not a fan of this at all. Um, <laughs> what, what, where, where's Jao Polina going? And who told him that he could just go through the centre of midfield and, and try and sort of like, I don't know, what, what was Jao trying to do? I don't really like giving him any stick, but this was not clever, was it? The equaliser. Talk to me about the equaliser, Oscar. The equaliser. Don't worry, I'll, I'll get this right now. I'll get this right. I hope so. Um, so, yeah, otherwise I'll be two for two and that's not a good record. Um, so I thought that first half, I really like Shao, by the way, and he's been probably one of the, if not probably actually, he is the best player I've seen play for Fulham this season. And that that's a pretty high bar. Um, but I think that first half, he was trying to, he stayed too long on the ball, and I'm not sure whether that was partly from pressure from uh, Everton's midfield, who looked pretty good in that sort of when they between when they scored and the end of the first half. And he always looked a bit shaky; he never really passed it quite quick enough. Tackling, he was all right, but then he lost the ball in, in a really awkward position because he's supposed to be covering from where they attacked, and there was no one there, obviously, because he had just been the ball had just been taken off him. And uh, if I Tosin maybe could have done a bit better to get there, but I'm not expecting him to. And I reckon any goalkeeper would have been hard-pressed to save that shot, but we've seen miracle saves from Leno before. I think he could have saved it, but it's no slight on him that he couldn't. It it was a pretty pretty alert uh, attack from them, to be honest. I, I It wasn't a bad goal at all from them. It's a very good strike I, from Dwight Manil, no? Like, I, mean, I have is. some issues. So, Zhao... He's got, just got to release the ball. He doesn't need to be running another 10 yards. You know, yeah, just put exactly. it into the open space and see how Dan James... Because Danny Daniel James, my lord, as we now have to trademark calling him, um, uh, apologies to all the uh, to all the Christians out there. I'm not taking the Lord's name in vain, but Daniel James, my lord. <laughs> he, he was having some success at running onto balls, sort of wherever they were, on the left, the right, through the middle against sort of the slowest central defense central defenders in the Premier League. Like just boot it down there and see what happens. But no. And then uh Harrison had to sort of there were three people running and Harrison had to try and do something. I'm not having Tosin like what's he meant to do? Pardon me like I know. But he lets him go a bit too quick. I mean this is ridiculous. It's a good strike even beyond super burnt Leno in goal. Um and then Everton had a couple of good chances and probably should have, you know, it'd have been very harsh if we'd have been behind at half time. But there's a good save from Leno. I could have seen it happening. I could have seen it happening. Well, you, yeah, yeah, we very that, nearly yeah. did. Talk to yeah, me about yeah. the. Who was it? Was it. Um, it, it was Wolpe and someone, I think it was. Yeah, it was. It was that nice uh, one, too. It was that, that nice one, too. One too. And then he's got a score, surely. It's Mope, isn't it? Brent yeah, Friedrich. yeah, it is. Brent Friedrich, yes, <laughs> yes. And then, and then Leno's too big a target. Well, he seemed to hit it, seemed right at him, but it was a great save. Leno was made himself was. big in the vernacular. And That's then That's there was true. a massive scramble, and then and Ream hits it away. Over. Ream hits it away, yeah. Oh, so yes, Tim Ream, magnificent again, by the way, Ream. Um, <laughs> 
And then th there was one before half time that wouldn't have counted because the offside flag sort of went up five minutes later when the goal kicked. It was so far there. offside. Well, I mean, no, let, let's not get into. I was screaming at the pitch. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you weren't <laughs> the only one. And uh, apologies, the language was a bit fruity. We're trying not to. Uh, we're a family show, so let's not. Um, but yes, <laughs> favourite chant from yesterday uh, has to be, are you Chris Kavanagh? Are you Chris Kavanagh? Because they're both Greater Manchester referees, swiftly followed yeah, by, yeah. where has your hair gone? Um, which <laughs> I very much enjoyed, even though 30 years of watching Fulham defend has left my hairline, as you know, Oscar. Um, in, in retreat, non existent. Well, uh, that's uh, a bit. Oh, we'll, we'll be nuts. We'll be nuts. We'll be nuts. Hey, it's in mate, retreat. Mate. It's in retreat. <laughs> in retreat, like Napoleon through Western Europe. I'm not gonna, oh, like, let's be clear. But, uh, okay, we seem to have moved off the topic. Then there was an interesting thing that happened because half time happened. Everson came out very early, and we very nearly didn't just come stood out around. At all. Did you notice this? I did, I did. I thought it was very strange. They were all just standing around there. And if, if I have to say, obviously, that was typical Dice, you know. What's the, you know, as he said a few games ago, he wants to um, keep it out of there and put it in the others. And he doesn't really worry about the bit in the middle. So it, it suits him quite well, just sort of tell the players, right, uh, don't uh, something up and um, just make make sure you, um, yeah, make sure you keep it out of our net. So I'm well, not really right. surprised. Here, here we go, because you've already started on the third like like. You've told us about the third goal, so we don't really need to do that. Um, but Everton had a decent start to the second half once it got underway. Because for people who, I, I don't know, um, you're not allowed to watch this game in the UK. It's a three o'clock game, obviously. Um, people may obviously. be able to watch matches in the UK, but we can't condone that sort of behaviour, obviously. Absolutely not. No, no, let's be clear. Um, right. Well, people who didn't watch it, see, Everton came out at least two minutes early and then we didn't come out at all. And Anthony Taylor, the referee who didn't send off Jack Grealish at Wembley for one of the worst two-footed tackles I've ever seen uh, on uh, on uh, Ain't Nobody Like Tom Kearney, uh, was about to go in and sort of find out what the problem was. And then backroom staff sort of dribbled out and then we came out and then we did all our warm-ups. I think it was a Louis Balmorte mind games thing. He's like, oh, I've dropped my watch. Oh, sorry, <laughs> mate. You know, anyway. And then Everton had it started at much higher intensity in the second half. And did we arguably score the second goal against the run of play? Tell me about the second goal. This is a good team goal, this one. No? Kenny Tete, baby, down the right hand side. Yeah, Kenny Tete. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a very, and I, I, um, I was screaming at the pit. You know, what Dan James? Yes, Dan James, because I was so happy for him, and it was such a good goal because, um, you know, he uses his pace to his advantage. And no, I think wait that's a minute, he's still on the third goal. I'm talking about a second goal. Yeah, Dan James yeah. uses his pace. He goes down from the free kick. They boot it down over the top. Yeah, and then Dan James puts it in. That's the third. Yeah, goal. yeah. That's the third goal. I'm talking about Harry's goal, the second goal. Oh, you've, done oh, it, you've done it again. Oh, I mean, I've done it happy. again. I've done it again. You don't <laughs> know I thought you said we were skipping Trump. that. The I, second I thought, goal, I, Kenny Tete down the you right said, side. Well, it's not my fault. We haven't scored in ages. I get confused when we scored it. It feels so weird scoring three. But anyway, but anyway. Um, <laughs> this is possibly the biggest shambles we've ever had as a podcast. 
Oh, I don't know. That's a, that's a pretty high bar. That's a pretty high bar, to say the least. Um, but no, I. It was a very good goal, and I, I said it. I said it earlier um, because that was the goal I was talking about. Very good team goal. Uh, yeah. Way we set uh, the way we set every uh, the way we set Wilson up for it was honestly superb. It was um, on par with some of the best um, team goals I've seen from Fulham probably ever. But I, to be fair, I haven't supported Fulham for like I haven't I haven't seen that glory days under Warren. Yeah, you're Austin, quite so. young, Oscar. Let's let's let's. Yeah, start. yeah. I'm, I'm very old, and you're young. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. But I'd say more of the fact you're old and I'm normal age. Um, but anyway, um, I don't, I don't think. Um, from what I've heard, that from what I've seen, that was probably one of the best team goals. So, right, so talk to me about on, Williams' touch at the back post, please. I, I I said it before; it was amazing, and I did see it, and I know what you're talking about. Someone crossed it in. I'm pretty sure it was Harry Wilson or someone from the, mid- one of the midfield. I don't. Was it Tete? Yes, oh, right. Right. Yeah, it was Tete. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, Tete come on, that's, that's quite a minor. That's quite a minor detail. I'm sorry, you can't expect me to remember exactly. You can't get confused between Kenny Tete oh. or Harry Wilson. Yeah, but the thing is, it's not even an assist. It was a very good ball, but it's actually, not the assist. Harry Wilson, I, I, one who actually scores. Come on, son. Yeah, you're getting confused between Kenny Tete and Wilson. Harry Wilson. We need to visit the opticians. Anyway, definitely William. He touches it back, and then has a yeah, and then. And then Pereira doesn't quite get to it. And then Harry Wilson just runs in and kicks it in the back of the net, sends Jordan Pickford the wrong way, which, by the way, was pretty poor for him. I don't know. I don't know how we got confused there, but anyway. <laughs> well, Jordan Pickford, I mean, I've never seen a goalkeeper so angry to have to save a shot in my life. Like, <laughs> that is literally, I don't want to go, that's your job, Jordan. You have to save some shots. You played for Sunderland when they got relegated. You're familiar with this, you know. Um. Anyway, right. We're this running is what we signed up for, mate. <laughs> now we'll talk about the third goal. This is the goal you've explained twice. The third goal. <sighs> and James uses his pace. Here we go. Go on. All right. All right. So it was uh, Kenny Tete with an overhead free kick, with an amazing overhead free kick. Sends it down because Everton have got no pace in their defence. They managed to get it right down. He manages to get it right down. Uh, outruns the defence basically by the time they catch up to him he's got the ball uh, manages gets a kind of lucky deflection I'd say onto one of their defence ball bounces favourably in front of him bam in the goal goodbye so yeah it was end um, of game end of game over yeah and you were Um, where you were now I was worried because Everton had some flurries after that I mean the biggest thing that happened was there was no one there was no one in Goodison Park like from sort of 73 minutes to the end. I've never seen anyone evacuate. It was like they'd been some sort of disaster. I, I don't know what it was. I mean, you've had... Frank Maybe Lampard that's why there was an air raid siren before. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's to do with Zed cars. And you're way too young to know about that. <laughs> I do yeah, like that. I that's a great shout. <laughs> the evacuation <laughs> will immense. Will commence. <laughs> Fantastic. Right. Um, now, you mentioned this at the start. Like Daniel James, my lord, um, yeah, he's a very good player. I'm not having people sort of, you know, uh, excellent. We need to talk about a couple of other things. Some very good cameos from the substitutes bench. Uh, Tom Kearney, again, comes on, keeps the ball, child's play. Uh, you, you will want to talk to me about Sasha Lukic, Oscar, before we finish, yes? Yes. He's, he was he, uh, 
for, for his limited cameo, he was did absolutely amazing. I'm not quite sure why Marco Silva isn't playing him more than he is, uh, but he is a genius. So I'll, I'll let it slide this once. But for, for a man of Lukic's abilities, I, I, I really do think he should be playing more. And I think long term, he will be uh, in the starting eleven on a regular basis because he is that good a player. And right, no, who this is dropping not and where is he playing? Right. I have two people in mind. First one, Pereira, if he doesn't sort of... Because he's not been awful, but I think Lucas could offer something a bit different to him in that position, and he can in play ten. in that position. In the 10, yeah, yeah? I think he could. Yeah, I think he could do it there. Right, right. And um, because uh, the ginger Iniesta has not been particularly... He's been all right, but last sort of few games, he's been particularly good. Uh, West Ham excluded and the second half of... Bournemouth excluded, but those two, no one was performing particularly. I was going to say, Um, nobody's played well for quite a while for Fulham. Yeah, but when people played well, he was always on the standouts. You know, my my mind is drawn to the first half against Man U, but but we won't talk about Man U too much. Um, Apart from that, he's been good. So, but unless he sort of reverts back to his old way, if he reverts back to his old ways of quite mediocre, mediocre performances. I'd put him, I'd put Lukic instead. Uh, instead well, of but wait a minute, because, wait a minute, wait a minute, yeah. wait a minute. Harrison Reed, probably an 8 out of 10, if not a 9 yesterday. So I'm not yeah. right. And this is... Yeah, yeah not, not next game. Not next game. Not next game. Next game, if I was going to have to put him in, it would be for Pereira. Longer term, if uh, Harrison Reed doesn't continue good, these good performances, I'd replace him with Harrison Reed. You'd replace him. No, hang on. You wouldn't replace. We haven't perfected cloning. You're not replacing Harrison Reed with Harrison Reed. You're replacing Harrison, Harrison Reed. Look at with Harrison. Yeah, oh, right. We're there. Like, there's been a lot of mistakes in this podcast, and and you know, <laughs> mainly I think from you're me. In danger of like getting a suspension. Oh yeah. no. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> don't don't push me over or anything. Um, now you've got a very good hairline, Dan. It's too late, mate. Mate, nothing <laughs> it's is too late. Is it too... Now. No, no, no. <laughs> I mean, what's been said has been said. Oh, damn it. Uh, yeah, it's fine. It's not the worst thing anyone said about my hair. Um, but, yeah, in the top, well, I don't know. My, my, There's been a lot of choices. <laughs> mate, I mean, I, I don't really know what's going on here. Okay, I need, we need to sort of wrap up. Who are you giving man of the match to? Dan James, the GOAT. The GOAT? Dan James, my the GOAT. I mean, we had a lot, yeah, yeah. you know, I mean, yeah, Harry Wilson, but, Harrison Reed. Yeah, but no, 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 Dan James. Oh, no, that's fine. That's fine. I like Dan James. Short answers. And then looking ahead, obviously, he's been a bit unlucky, Dan James, because he's never really had a run. And of course, he can't play next Saturday. Because it's against Leeds. Who are falling oh. apart again. Um, and yeah. So we're going to have to do something else against Leeds. And that leads me to my final question, which is, uh, Carlos, does he come back in? No, absolutely not. Never. What? I mean, oh, oh no. Um, I, it's it's a hard choice, this one. Um, if if I were brutally honest for a moment, I, I might say Deckard over Reed in a false nine might ever so slightly edge it over Carlos finishes mainly because all of his attributes are just ever so slightly better. And, um, yeah, I I think he'd be slightly edging it in that one. I don't, I don't think right, Carlos... Okay. Yeah, no, no, slightly. No, no, no Bobby Deckard over Reed slander, but I seem to remember 
the magnificent Manuel Solomon winner at Brighton was set up by a wonderful sort of pirouette that was like a Brazilian version of Scott Parker. And it actually created one of the moments of the season so far. Um, I have one thing to say about that. I have one thing to say about that. Please. Even a broken clock tells the right time once a day. Well, a bit harsh because, um, well, (laughs) technically it'd be twice a day. Oh, whatever. Okay. Right. And and Carlos has already settled one SW6 derby, as I, as I keep mentioning. Look, uh, we're way over time here because sort of we, we, we've not been able to do this podcast properly. There's obviously going to have to be a chat in the dressing room afterwards because we are missing some people on this podcast as well, Oscar. We're the two who were left. There was meant to be a cast of thousands earlier on. And I don't know, some people had a bit too much alcohol possibly. Yesterday, there's a, lot of drop, there's a lot of people who dropped out. Um, yeah. They know who they are. Uh, and I'm yeah. gonna we, We're there. not going to name names, but we're going to find them. Well, yeah, I'd be interested to see how you're going to do it. But okay, son. <laughs> um, we need to wrap up uh, with a couple of uh, programming notes because uh, we're likely to have a Leeds preview, but some people are definitely not going to be part of the Leeds preview given the... Uh, scandalous arrangements that went on this afternoon um and again we're not naming names oscar but they know who they are uh yes they do and then i, I did want to finish with a historical note because today it's 22 years uh since sean davis sealed the division one title um for fulham with a lot within its stoppage time equalizer at craven cottage uh to to secure the silverware and everyone sings about Sean Davis putting the ball in the Blackburn net which he did but he also won the title with a rasping volley and knowing Shawnee he'd be very disappointed if I didn't point it out so happy Sean Davis second stoppage time anniversary to everybody and I need to finish with a with a song Oscar I'm not going to sing because you know how bad my singing is but you know what I'm going to say aren't you? I'm not going to finish it, but I've never felt more like singing the blues when Fulham win and someone lose. Yeah? It's been a very good weekend. We've now got an opportunity to reflect upon it. Um, And uh, we're we're, we're nicely in mid-table. That's the sixth uh, Premier League away win of the season. It's a six. It's what highest, isn't it? It's a, it equals yeah. a club record. We've only ever won six yeah. top right games. It's not Premier League. Like you have to go back to 1950, 51. Um, but and, and so we are the somewhat history. when you were born. I mean, you're really pushing your luck now. Um, oh, sorry. <laughs> I said to you, mate. Apology. We like like apologies are uh, worthless frankly. Uh, it's a club record. Six in a row. It's a superb effort. Up to Fulham. Anyone who hasn't been to see Fulham away this season, um, I suggest you get to following Fulham away because it's quite a good time. Um, great away following uh, yesterday. We look forward to previewing uh, Leeds and we'll see you soon. Oscar, Thank you very much for uh, keeping me company this evening and slandering me throughout this podcast, as well as getting everything in the wrong order. 
that's my specialty. No problem. Absolute pleasure. Uh, thank you to everybody who's had very kind words to say about both Hammy and, and the Green Pole podcast. Hopefully, we'll still be doing a podcast uh, next week, in which case, we'll catch you then. Come on, you whites. Up the Fulham.